Now listen closely. They will attack your eyes till nothing remains but two bloody sockets. Ladies and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight. Her world is disturbed. Now I saw those bodies and whoever mutilated them has a very special problem. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stay Scary Podcast. Our pervy little horror crushes. It's not that pervy, really. It's kind of a mommy thing for me. Sex is yucky. (laughs) (laughs) We're jumping right in now. We're just jumping right in. (laughs) Jumping right in. Welcome, y'all, to Stay Scary Podcast. My name is Lisa McColgan, and with me today, I have uh, return guest Felicia Ryan from the Hi Felicia podcast. Hi Lisa. Hi Felicia. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then and now and and our second guest is uh, is my friend philosopher at large Soren Campbell. Philosopher at large. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> so and shiftless layabout. <laughs> shiftless. Is this the same thing? Well, it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, you know that you know, way you have time to. Philosophize. Yeah, sit on a rock and grow a beard or something. Yeah, yeah. So today we are talking about we're we're not quite so much doing like a theme as it does it uh, regards horror. We're we're talking about our horror crushes, my so called horror crush, and I just figured you know we'll just kind of riff off of each other and and go around and talk about you know some, we've all got them whether they're the ones that make sense you know like you 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 have the crush on Nancy Thompson maybe from Nightmare and Street, you know, the nice dreamy, the, the, the protagonist or, or sometimes, you know, you have the crushes that are completely inexplicable and perverted like, like mine. And <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll start. I'll start. I have a thing for Griffin Dunn in An American oh, Werewolf in London I see that, yeah. as Jack. Mm. I mean, I have a thing for Griffin Dunn anyway. Yeah, yeah. Griffin yeah. Dunn is my lover. Um, and I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but Griffin Dunn, you are my lover. But I love him as Jack in American Werewolf mm-hmm. in London. Um, I love how he just steadily gets more rotten and funky, but he's just so snarky about the whole thing. When he shows up in the hospital room and he's like, hey, can I? And he's got this huge gaping neck wound, you know, like there's like this little piece of drippy skin. Like if you watch the movie and the 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 special Rick Baker's effects in that movie. I mean, that movie was what nineteen eighty one. Yeah, yes. And but Rick Baker's effects in that movie, especially that neck wound, is just so gnarly. And he's got this little drippy piece of skin that's just <laughs> like every time he talks, it's like moving, and it's so disgusting. But he's just like, hey, can I have a piece of toast? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. Marry me, Griffin Dunn. And I actually heard that he was really disturbed the first time they put that makeup on him. Like he he was just like so disturbed. He was sitting in the chair as it was just getting gnarlier and gnarlier. You know, you're staring into the face of your own like (laughs) grisly demise. I don't want it to be next to the guy in the Dr. Pepper commercial. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. David Naughton was the Dr. 
Pepper guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it doesn't do it for me the way Griffin Dunn, <laughs> the way Griffin Dunn does it for me in that movie. Even even when he's clearly just a robot head with some that, that towards the end where they're in the porno theater and he's just he's he's very obviously like a robot corpse, but it's still his voice. And I'm just like, oh, Griffin Dunn. So that's that's Griffin Dunn. I don't know why. I don't know why. He just So he's your he's your horror crush because of how decayed he was or just the character <laughs> just the character. <laughs> just the character. All right. No, I don't I don't have a thing for decay. <laughs> I do, but I don't. Okay. Um I you know I think you know yeah what came first chicken or the egg I no, think because well, I think the first Griffin Dunn movie the first movie I saw with Griffin Dunn was After Hours yes 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 Madonna no no that's not no 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 this is a, this is one of Scorsese's first movies he was lost in New York or something right? yeah yes. he's 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 yes. this this uh, he's this data entry guy that like wants oh, to God, go out with uh, with uh, Rosanna Arquette Rosanna yes. Arquette yeah yeah okay and so like I think that's the first movie that I saw him and that was like nineteen. No, no, because I saw American oh, American Werewolf in London was eighty one. It's a mishmash because they were all on cable, and they were exactly <laughs> so. American Werewolf in London was eighty one, and After Hours was eighty five. And I don't think I quite made the connection that they were the same guy, but um, yeah, no, I think it might be more of a Griffin Dunn thing than than a decaying corpse thing, but. There's just something magical. There's, it's reliability. Um, you know, a revenant keeps coming back. So, <laughs> <laughs> a revenant—that's true. Revenants yeah. don't leave. No. <laughs> it's like I'm still the same me. I just got better. <laughs> One of my like gruesome crushes. It's gonna sound so weird, but um, oh please! I, loved, I just talked about a gaping <laughs> neck wound. I loved the creature from the Black Lagoon, and I always felt bad for him. And I loved his little webbed hands. Like I wanted those. Mm. I wanted to have webbed hands so I could swim through the water like that. And I did. I just felt he was very misunderstood. And you know, taking the lady into the water with him, he just wanted a lady. He just wanted a. They're all misunderstood. All of the all of the horror monsters are misunderstood that way. That's what makes them so tragic and almost lovable, like King Kong. Yes. King Kong just wanted yes. Fay Ray. Yes. Yeah. Misunderstood. Yeah. I but I have a soft spot for that misunderstoodness. The misunderstoodness. All right. Yeah. No, I mean that's valid. That's valid because yeah, if you think about all of the classic well, it's black and white too, I you know, think. Well, yes. The classic horror movies, Frankenstein's monster. You know, he just he wanted to be friends and then he threw Christopher threw the, Lee is Dracula. He was another one. I don't know that he, he was, was misunderstood. Char- he, he was, was just, quite quite charming. No, though. but he was sexy. Of all the Draculas, yes. I'd say Christopher Lee. Uh, well, because the Hammer films were so sexy. Anyways. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do an episode just about the Hammer movies. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I just had this conversation with somebody. Um, uh, we were talking about being raised in the seventies by a six-inch black and white television yeah. in yeah. our rooms because our parents were drinking or whatever, and. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, what were we talking? Oh, Hammer films. I'm like, okay, so you're watching like whatever the cable du jour was preview or Starbucks, yeah. and you're like a 10, 11 year old boy, and you're going, oh my god, trying to get through the static. It's a boob. It's an elbow. It's a boob. <laughs> Is that a dude? Am I gay? Oh, there's a Hammer film on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Um, no, but that, I mean, that's valid. Christopher Lee was, it, it, every Dracula movie that I saw Christopher Lee in, he was, you know, a bloodthirsty fiend. But I mean, he was charming. Most <sighs> so of the charming. Hammer guys were, were charming. Um, Vincent Price did some Hammer. Did and he? then uh, I think, I thought so. Did Vincent Price do any Hammer? Well, Peter Cushing definitely yes. did. Oh, yeah. And Peter, Gush, Peter Cushing is a hot old guy. Peter yes. Cushing was awesome. He's a hot old dude. Is he still alive? Oh, God, no. I didn't think so. No, because Peter Cushing, because that, that Star Wars. Lee is, though, isn't he? No, no. no he died a couple too, of years yeah. ago. Um, but Peter Cushing, um, no, because they had the reanimated Tarkin oh, uh, in the right. in that Star Wars right. movie. Yeah. And that was yeah. so creepy because he just had like the dead eyes. I'm like, you're not fooling anyone. That's not really Peter Cushing. <laughs> the, the, the dead, with the dead eyes. Yeah. No, dead eye, dead eye Peter Cushing, considerably less sexy than living Peter Cushing. Or, or Christopher Lee, Christopher Lee in the the Wicker Man. Now that was oh yeah performance, right? Yeah. Look at all my trees. Go die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he did a metal album, didn't he, Christopher Lee? Oh, really? Did he do a metal album? I think he did. I'm pretty yeah. sure he did. Well, we'll find that. We'll find that shit and put it on the Facebook page. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah he's dead sexy, um, but. Yeah, let's just get back to the the inherent sexiness of the misunderstood monster. Um, I hadn't really, I hadn't really, well, other than you know, Doug Doug Bradley as Pinhead. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, even I'm gonna say that totally. I mean, that voice is like he's done like video game and voiceovers for some certain metal band too. Mm-hmm. Like just as in the Pinhead voice, we will tear your soul apart. And you're just like, wow. You know, my name was Pinhead when I was in high school. I would have been psyched to have that nickname if those were around then. But they mm. that so, dates me. So it wasn't it wasn't Pinhead. Uh, it was like Zippy the Pinhead. It was not really that. I had a different last name. I was adopted, and my adopted family were Finnish, so I had one of those sing songy last names that started with a P. So it was either Panama or Pinhead, and they stuck with Pinhead because kids are cruel. Yeah, that's why I changed it. Actually, it's not, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, who's up next? Who wants to who wants to really reveal their 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 terrible crush? Well, it was funny because I was thinking, like you know, I loved Dave Naughton in Naughton, right? Yeah, Dave Naughton. Yeah, the Dr. Pepper guy. Yeah, and and the show Making It. Remember the show Making It? Oh God, how could I forget that? But he was, I think. I my my crush has kind of changed because I see him in a different light. But when I first saw him, he's handsome. He's kind of clueless. He's hapless. He's witless. And Griffin Dunn is the guy that keeps saying like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, you killed me. Kill like, yourself. Kill yourself." So having watched it later in life, I was like, "Oh, why did I like him? He was like, like obviously handsome, but." Like stupid, like really stupid and like witless and like just kind of like And following. chicken shit. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. in denial. Deep, in denial. deep denial. Yeah. But um the one that I really like now, like you mentioned Nancy, and I was like, she had great hair. <laughs> she did have she did have good hair. And she, she was like very she was nerdy and smart and <laughs> sexy in a way that like well, we talked about that in the final girl, yeah. you know, like the the appeal of the smart girl who's setting traps, you know, of her own, you know, setting her own traps to capture the villain by the end of the movie. And much wiser than her friends or her age or. Yeah. So I think there's something sexy in that. Yeah, there's. Yeah. 
It's not like the loves baby soft thing. Like innocence is sexier <laughs> than you think. No, vomit. No, no, vomit. Vomit is sexier than you think. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When I think about my crushes, it's it's never really the protagonist. It's well. I mean, I have okay. a different idea of what a protagonist is. Um. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal another one. Linnea Quigley, the actress Linnea Quigley. You'll know her. Did you ever see uh, Return of the Living Dead? Yes. All right. So she's the punk rock girl, trash. Yes. I yeah. knew the name, Linnea but then I was like, yes, she's I a scream almost queen. brought that up. She's a scream queen. There. She's yeah. a scream queen. Um, she's in that, and she's in Night of the Demons. She plays uh, oh, Suzanne in Night yes. of the Demons. When she sticks the ah. – have you seen Night of the Demons? God, yes. Oh, dude. It was the first time I what? ever heard the expression, go eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was working a night shift at a grocery store. I must have been 19 or maybe 20. And then we were, I was renting movies to go to bed during the day. And I watched that movie. I'm like, this movie is a gem. <laughs> oh, God. That, I never get tired of that movie. I never get tired. And they, I think they There's remade it. There's three of them. No, yeah. But you got to go for the one that was like ni- the mid 80s. 88? Uh, yeah. Night of yeah, the yeah. Demons. Yep. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Because they remade it. And I was like, no, man. Why, why would you ever do that? Because yeah. you got to have like Linnea Quigley. Um, she, yeah, she plays Suzanne. She's she's in the little baby doll. She's in the little baby doll outfit, and and she's like she's trying to distract the clerks at the at the convenience store while her friend is like you know stealing uh, popcorn and chips and shit for the party. And she's like all bent over, you know, showing her showing her goods, and the guys are just like. I gave at her. And she walks yeah. over to the counter. She's like, do you guys have sour balls? <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Do you have sour balls? And she just had that like that deadpan way of talking through the whole movie. And then, you know, and then when she gets possessed by the demon and she there's a scene where she shoves an entire tube of lipstick into her tits. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You have to watch this. You'll have to come downstairs and watch it. Oh, no. Well, we'll have to go up. Uh, no, I'll go upstairs. I'll have to go downstairs and watch it because you can't come upstairs because you're allergic to the. Because your the cats will kill me. Well, no, they won't kill you. I'll die. Foot foot will kill you. But <laughs> Mephisto, oddly enough, Mephisto is not the one that you have to worry about. Um, but, yeah, Linnea, and she's actually going to be in Salem for Salem Horror Fest. Um I think like the first week in September. Mm. No, October. First week in October. But I'm going to be in Maine, so I'm going to miss seeing my number one crush. Another true fun story about Linnea Quigley in Return of the Living Dead. You know, she gets naked and she's dancing on the tombstones. She's wearing only her leg warmers <laughs> and she's naked. They had to put they had to put like a pussy guard like on top of her so that she was totally smooth. <laughs> so that they couldn't like actually see her vajayjay. She had to have like she had to like have a twat guard. Yeah, she had to have like a, a, tw- a flesh colored twat guard. Duct tape or something? No, it was like it was almost like it was like a cup. They had to like put like they had to put a twat guard over her over her so that you know you couldn't actually see any definition. You couldn't actually see her her It was kind of like a cloaca. I don't even I know if I'm this, saying that. I heard this um, in a documentary about Return of the Living Dead, and she was talking about it. And then, of course, the next time I watched the movie, I was like, you know, fixated on her crotch. You know, to yeah, she's she's awesome, and she also had a she also had a band in the early uh, in the early eighties. Really? She had a band called the Skirts. Hmm. It's they're terrible. 
Okay. <laughs> I found a video. I found a video. Um, and sorry, Linnea, I love you um, and your twat guard, but <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no, I'll put that video up too. Anyway, so so very strange. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I'm still stuck on the fact that they had to put something all over her pussy so that you couldn't see it. I should have body like, double. And like, there was like probably there was like blood and things getting killed and she's dancing naked. But you but have to like. You can't. Like, you can't see Linnea's. You can't like, see Because that's pussy. the thing that's going to really hurt the rating is, you know, seeing the vag- vaginal lips. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, there's plenty of boobies in that movie and, and, and decaying boobies like that. Like the like the. Uh, How much waxing had she had done? I, I, I would say she was thoroughly waxed, <laughs> thoroughly waxed. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Someone, wow. Somebody else say something. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> tough, tough. Uh, I. I have this thing for female Cenobite yes! from the Hellraiser series, especially the one. I think it was the third um, Hellraiser bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like in space yeah. at some point and then they're in France and everything. It's so the whole lines behind how well, – I don't want to say Pinhead. I think they don't like that name. I think they just embrace it. I think she was supposed to be the king of hell in the books or something like that. Or he's just a follower of the Leviathan. Anyway, he's got this demon chick hanging out with him. She's totally normal for a while. Mm-hmm. And you get the impression they have a history like, oh, hey, Pinhead got his something on at some point there. I wonder how that worked. And then he turns her into a Cenobite. And she's hot. Yeah. She's – that was some – yeah. Her, is she just like built or is it that she has she, like weird like – She's very beautiful, okay. the actress that played her. And um, she has her – the top of her head exposed so you okay. can see her brain and like the, the the skin and flaps of the top of her head are kind of hooked into her elbows with meat hooks and the rest of it's the usual latex. And she's just walking around like, oh, I've got the box in my hand, whatever. And that, after they're transformed, they feel nothing, I guess. Oh, and the one in the first film, too, she's a little young for me, but I remember her like speaking in one of the first two films and I was just swirling voice. And I'm like, oh, she spoke. <laughs> she was a different actress. The first yeah. Oh, yeah. the first one. Yeah. And then and then when when uh, when she's there with Chomper and the other one uh, in the second one, it's a different actress. Chatterbox. Yeah. Yeah. Chatterbox. Yeah. It was just it's just the imagery to me. Like, oh, I, yeah. I mentioned I still uh, I don't know if I'm saying her, her name right. Alice Kriege. I had a, a crush. She was in Ghost Story. In the oh, movies. yeah. I loved Ghost Story. She played the Borg Queen in whatever the hell Star Trek movie that was. And I saw oh, it in the theater. Okay. And I was like, it, it, it keep the imagery of the Cenobites in your head. And believe me, I'm not really attracted to women like that usually. And I don't think I need a dominatrix. But <laughs> I mean, maybe just to watch her kick the shit out of somebody else because I like powerful women. But, you know, that there's a whole new line of thought right there. I'm not into cuckolding and thank you asshole right wingers for taking that word away from us. (laughs) (laughs) But there's something about that particular woman and the one when she played the Borg. They're very smooth. They don't have any hair. Mm -hmm. They're like kind of androgynous a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you're not really like their body is exposed in the way that there's like you know, with the Borg, they had things or with the yeah. they had the hooks, but their body is covered, clothed. Right. So you're only seeing shape. But if you saw that movie, you see that um, uh, that Star Trek movie in question, 
I can't remember what it was, but you see the top half of her body getting lowered onto the bottom. Yeah. Like there's like up to the yeah, end of her yeah, torso, yeah. there's all these wires and coils yeah. sticking out. And it's just so freaking sexy that you're just like, wow. Or like, <laughs> how about the robot in the Metropolis? Not quite a horror movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty that, hot that too. That seems that smooth. Yes. Yeah. Like, that counts. Like, or your, your imagination is allowed to, to go... It's really places. interesting, too, because the things that we've talked about, the the female or male characters that have been interesting or sexy or compelling, there's a like a very fine line between monster and real person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are they a monster? Are they a thing? Are they a creature or are they still a person or a human? And there's like this, there's a blending of both. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I like about it. It's great. I mean, I'm, I, I, I've devoted my life to bringing about um, the reign of the Leviathan on Earth before we all die. <laughs> um, so I was glad somebody was appreciating that. But that scene in the first Hellraiser, where you see the beast coming at you towards the end of it. I don't know what it would look like today, but I saw it in the theater. And we, I think we talked about this on Facebook briefly because you were asking about that. And I just remember my friends had taken LSD. <laughs> and uh, we sat in the back of the theater for some reason in Natick, Mass, and we were chain-smoking cigarettes, and nobody was saying a damn thing to us because the theater was so packed for that movie. And um, LSD doesn't affect me because I'm really hardcore ADD. So I was feeling nothing, and my friends were all freaking out. And we go out into the parking lot, and one of my friends is sitting under my friend's car, like lying under the car going, are we leaving now? <laughs> like, it was the monster in the hallway, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, we saw that uh, last around last Halloween uh, MFA showed the 35 millimeter print Sweet. of that. Oh my God. It was so good. So good. Never get tired of Hellraiser. Never. Although I liked the second one too. I did. I liked that. That's one of those rare things where the second one was almost better than the first mm. one. Oh, the doctor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. saw that in the theater too. That yeah. Great. How about, I know that you had put this question out on Facebook when you were posting, you were going to do this episode and a lot of people posted a crush which I think is a common crush that I don't see and don't understand, which is Aunt, um, Tony, is it? Tony, Tony Perkins, Perkins in, in Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, my mom posted that. She's like, I always thought he was sort of misunderstood. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, she was joking. Wow. But, um, yeah, ooh. but a lot of people said that. And I, that it's that boyishness yeah. that Tony Perkins had, you know, and maybe it's that it's, you know, because I was just thinking about how serial killers get Fuck tons of yes, love letters yes, yeah. from women. Yeah. Um, it's that like, I'm going to be the one to change you. I'm okay. going to be the one to, to, you know, you just need to find the right person. Mm. Um, you know, this might yeah. be judgy, but I, my mind can't go there. Like my, like I don't find. No, it's not judgy. It's just the way you are. I mean, some, like, some people... I find the story interesting or I find the, like what I'm watching interesting or compelling, but I don't. I don't then, my heart doesn't then leap to like, oh, he's just misunderstood and he's cutting people up and, you know, his mother's dead body is rotting in the house. It's like, yeah, like nobody would say that about Ed Gein. 
who yeah. the character yes. is is based Norman Bates is is partially based on. Nobody yeah. would say Ed Gein just needs to find the right woman. Yeah. The right woman will I stroke <laughs> his face. Will he will, it will soothe him. Ooh. And then you before you know it, your vulva is in a shoebox under his bed. <laughs> He's wearing uh, them like lips. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got my lady lips. He did have women's lips attached to a uh, drawstring on the blinds. If, if you listen to Ed Gein's Superstar, nice. we go into that in, in in terrible, terrible detail. But yeah, so yeah, nobody – I don't know that Ed Gein was necessarily getting love letters in prison, but I was listening to last podcast on the left yesterday, and they were talking about how it was the anniversary of the Menendez brothers mm. killing their parents yes. yeah. and how, you know, Lyle and Eric are still in prison. And I think, like, they're both married. Ugh. Um and yeah, I mean, women women went like ape shit for the Menendez brothers, like these horrible, like horrible people. And yeah, I, I, like I, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, but I mean, but listen, I've got, I've got a, a crush on you know, <laughs> the woman who stuffs it too much. Lipstick in her nipple and 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 Griffin Dunn with his gaping neck wound, but um, actually, I think that's actually comparatively normal to you know wanting to turn the heart of of a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I listen to a lot of murder podcasts, and I, I I have been into true crime since you know as long as I can remember. But there's also like the limit. You know, like yeah. I'm certainly not going to go pal around with one. I'm not going right. to like become. Pals. I don't know about that with mine. Really? <laughs> I don't know if I would uh, contribute to any of the mayhem, you know, because I, I, I really can't stand violent stuff but um, or blood. But, uh, yeah, there's something – and for me, it's more like um, – I think I mentioned it, – it's not – not really a sexual crush in a way, but in a way, I guess so. But not like I'm a masochist or anything. It's more like a Gomez Adams type of thing. Like, I would endure this torture for you happily. <laughs> and if you talk to my wife, you will. Cara mia. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But no, no. Menendez Brothers, no. Tony Perkins, no. I mean, I yeah. I, I Grok where it's coming from. Um, I understand that, but that, that that's not really. He just seemed creepy to me. Like I could not get the creep out of the like. So he had nice hair or a good good like soft eyes or whatever. But he was just always creepy. Yeah. Well. Yeah. As uh, you know, which means as an actor, he was doing his job. Um, ghost story. When I get back to ghost story, oh. because like you know, I found just that whole movie to me like I, I just found like incredibly sexy. Anyway. Yeah. It's uh, that was another one that would that they'd show it on cable. Yes, all the and time. And they'd show it on cable on HBO. And I think God, I think my my sister and I were like at my grandparents' house, and like the first time we watched that, and, like the first scene where he's like he the, the brother like you know falls out the window, and you can. <laughs> and like we were so caught up with the fact that we could see his penis flapping in the wind as he was falling out the window. I don't remember the penis. But no, yeah, we did remember the penis. But um, oh god, I oh, think Alice Creek was in that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she okay. was that, the sexy thing about her there too. And she's still, I think she's like sixty four now. She is still drop dead sexy. Um, mm-hmm. And. Um, she just uh, there was this fascination about this woman that could exist between worlds to me, like. I right. Guess, right. Well, yeah, so. and you know, coming back to 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 for for you know revenge and and killing yeah. uh, c- 
because um, Fred Astaire was in that movie. Yes, he was. Fred Astaire was in that movie. Okay, do you want to know who else was in that movie? Sure. John Houseman. Yep. Douglas Fairfax Jr. Oh, yep. my God, that's right. Patricia Neal. Oh, I love Patricia Neal. Ken Neil. Olin. Yeah, everybody was in this movie. What the fuck? Everybody was in this movie, yeah. and I also I loved it when like they when they finally that. when they dragged the car out of the uh, out of the lake, and uh, the door opens, and you know the the just like she comes like yeah. she, it's almost like she comes out of the car like yeah, and then her skin is like you know she's got the skin slippage like what's scary left of her. As fuck, it was scene, really right. scary, um, but like. Uh, it's another one of those scenes, like really awful and scary, but also like really beautifully filmed. Yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm always amazed that more people don't talk about that movie. They never saw it because they didn't have cable or they're too young. They didn't have HBO. Oh my God. Yeah. That movie's so, so good. Never get, that's another one. Never get tired of I forgot that Doug Fairbanks, Doug Fairbanks Jr., I think, was married to Joan Crawford for a hot second. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And the Fairbanks wanted nothing to do with that. Joan Crawford. Yeah. She and was yeah, hot. And John, she Joan was, Crawford hot. was hot. Joan Crawford. That's another another um, episode I want to do are the the later horror movies of Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. Yes. You know how they 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 weren't uh, they weren't the femme fatales anymore. So you know the only work that they could get were in these horror movies. And you know, obviously there's whatever happened to Baby Jane. Jane. God, what was yeah. the one? Hush, um, hush, sweet Charlie. Hush, hush. Yeah, she did. Like Betty Davis did the more like you know. Ghostly, uh, gothic, yeah. um, old lady, and you know Miss Havisham type yeah. type movies. But then Joan Crawford's last movie, what was it? It was like, it was like I'm Google it, Trog or something like that. It was like this, 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 like. <laughs> You <laughs> should have let her have the coat hanger. No, she look it up. Look up. Better. It's 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 like it's really bad. It's yeah. really bad where she plays this scientist that's trying to like befriend this like this Bigfoot thing. Uh. 1970 Trog. Trog. Yes, I got the. Got it right. Was that her last movie? Oh, she's an anthropologist. Oh, okay. Well, it was the one of her last movies. Work with a subject, an ice age troglodyte found in an English yes. cave. Oh, it sounds fabulous. Yeah, we'll have to watch Trog. I'm going to watch it. That's another episode I want to do is just, uh, yeah. Was well, a great song about her Blue Oyster cult wrote Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford, Crawford has risen from, from the, the dead. Yeah. yeah. And they have the uh, the voice, weird voice going, Christina, Christina in the back. I think, I'm not going to guarantee it, but I think that might have been Patty Smith. I'm not sure. I knew she did a lot of stuff with Ooh, them. Ooh, we're going to have to look that up. I have to look it up. I, There's I, so I, many I things we wrong. need to face on, uh, I know post she, on the Facebook page. I know page she now. did a lot of stuff with them, some earlier stuff, but I don't know about that. Yeah. I got a weird one for you. Okay. In The Exorcist, okay. I thought the young priest was hot. Oh, the Father Karras. No, not Father Karras. No, no, the, the young Karras or the or the or the movie or the movie fan. Karras Karras was the younger. Um, well, yeah, but there was another younger priest, Karras's friend. Was it? I don't remember that. Oh, oh, the guy with the kind of parted hair. The one, yeah, yeah the one that yeah. that uh, Linda Blair hugs in the end. The the actor. he was kind of cute, but I mean, yeah, I could see Karras. Yeah, I could see Karras. We love Pazuzu. We love yeah, Pazuzu. Awesome. Yeah, Damien Karras. Yeah, yeah Damien. People Damian. worship people worship Pazuzu because they, they didn't want Pazuzu to lay waste to the, all the crops. So it was a wind walker, oh. not the devil. <laughs> I think he was like the only character that I could cling to that was like not, you know, that was going to survive and and he some, somehow had a a way through the situation and, and like the 
I don't know. For me, it was like yeah, well, it was like one of the first horror movies that I was like. Oh, well, he did I a sequel. He did a sequel <laughs> where they said that Pazuzu had obviously moved into Karis. Karis killed himself, but yeah. did he? Because there's this serial killer that the demon possessed afterwards, and Karis in the part is that three. the third one? The third yeah, one the third George, one, which George is really Scott. good with with yeah, George C. Scott. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That is, I have yet to watch good. it, but I researched this actor recently because I was wondering what he was up to. I thought he had been really a priest, but I guess he wasn't. He was no, just... the third one is really good. There's there's like a horrifying uh, hospital hallway scene in that that just like scares the shit out of me every single time. We don't talk about the second one. The second one. The heretic. No, we, that is yeah. that is the movie that shall but not be named. I can't say that I have a crush on, on any character in The Exorcist. I, I, I can't. I'm always fascinated by Max von Sydow mm. or, uh, yeah. in that movie or Sydow in that movie because yeah. he looks just like a grandfather. But um, that's not really the same as a crush. I can't. Yeah, Exorcist. Exorcist doesn't move me in that way. Yeah. No, there's really nothing, though. I'm not, I, you know, obviously. We're not We're not poo-pooing your, you know, what you it's find fine. attractive. I'm just. No, you know. no. There's nothing. <laughs> I mean, I could say Linda Blair when she was older, because uh, she's like my age now, or a couple years older, I think, maybe four or five years older. She might be 60. I don't know. But uh, she's a little girl, so. But it was kind of cool when she said, you're going to die up there. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to die up there. Do you guys ever, have you ever watched the Supernatural series, which yes. is like sometimes sh- horror light? Yeah. yeah. But that, they bring in a lot of like. That's where I like thought of Linda Blair. Cliches and Linda Blair's in, in yeah. it. The um, the Angel Castiel, when he first showed up, he was kind of like dark and a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Very sexy. Well, I think that's a play on one of the names in the Book of Enoch that they said might have been one of the fallen. I think I thought it was Caspiel and Enoch, but it's been a while, centuries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a guy that ran through the desert on acid or whatever, going, there's giant people that eat babies in the mountains. And you're like, okay, Noah's dad is drunk again, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Are there any pure monsters? Like just like a monster that I'm into. You know, I, I, I'm that doesn't really. Although I, I have a thing for Yeti porn. <laughs> have you ever read Yeti porn? You can find it on Amazon. You can download it like by by the reams on Amazon. Yeti porn. <laughs> what is Bigfoot this? porn? Exactly. Well, no. There's there's actual there's horror porn. Like like you know, like having you know having sex with ghosts and having sex with Bigfoot uh. and like Yeti. Porn, and so <laughs> we found out there was furry porn. My wife and I. I oh was like, yeah. yeah, there's dating sites and stuff. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they had a meeting place in some place I'm not going to disclose that could have been a 99 restaurant um, that was set up. And I asked my wife if she. It's would always go. like it's always yeah. out in the burbs, yeah. like in a Best Western. I oh, asked my wife know. if she would go, and we could wear scout outfits and say, "Hi, I'm Camp Ranger Brick, and this is my <laughs> sister, and we want to see some people do some things in their native habitat." <laughs> I brought a picnic basket. No, but there is there is Bigfoot porn and I have I have partaken of the Bigfoot porn. <laughs> I I read a book, I downloaded a book and and did uh dramatic readings at at work. This is at the job that I am no longer at, not because of this. Um and just to just to sort of we we were at an event and we were this just like a like a romance novel. It's it's for that's it. it's Bigfoot. Harlequin. It's Harlequin, except it, I mean it gets pretty raunchy. Um, and so the, the one that I downloaded was called Yeti or Not. Here I come. <laughs> C U M. 
Harry does the Henderson. Yeti or not, well, <laughs> here I you come. You see them, they he never can't have any genitalia. They just are like... Oh, you know, no, you know, you know, Sasquatch is is, oh, is God, yeah. hung. Yeah. Well, it's he like a baby's be, arm right? holding an apple. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Um, definitely, if you're if you're looking for a for a quick read, <laughs> right? Bigfoot porn. Right. There is Bigfoot porn. Um, it's been noted. Yeah, oh, I, I'm sure there's uh, I'm sure there's creature from the Black, Black Lagoon porn. Probably if you, wanted, yes. to, if you yeah. wanted to check that out. I don't know. I think he would be smooth, like very smooth. He'd have a cloaca, definitely. So. <laughs> Nonsense. He might have both sex. He might so, have one of those. Like, you know, like it'd be amphibious, yeah. and yeah. you know. He might have like kind of like a scaly. I just I just thought of one. You're taken away from the. the No, I just thought of one that's drop dead sexy. That is kind of tangential, but that's on topic. Um, The movie adaptation of the comic book Thirty Days of Night. Oh yes, the female vampire, the one that gets burned by the sun first. Oh my god! Oh yeah, she she was pretty hot. She was was pretty hot, and she uh, I she had a like a MySpace page or or something, (laughs) and she had like her music up there. But no, no, but that reminds me because. um, 80s or no, 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 that was like 2000s. A, yeah, 2000s. Um, um, Danny Houston, John Houston's son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danny Houston was that. Remi- yeah, he was fucking hot. Like he was so. Which disgusting. one was he? He was the head. He was the, the head guy vampire. that looked like a Bela Lugosi in real life. Yeah, like, the think, head vampire. That's what the fuck a vampire head, would look the, like. Yeah, right there, with yeah. the savage fucking yeah. fangs no, and everything. He was great. And when he spins the record and puts like one of his talons on it to yeah. listen to the music, and then like he's slicking his hair back oh, with like it. all the blood and gore. Yeah. Danny Houston. Yeah, Danny Houston is fucking hot in that movie. He's hot anyway and he's been in American Horror Story. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Which one? Um, he's the, uh, was it the, I think it was Coven. I think he was in Coven. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think he was like a warlock or something in Coven. But yeah, he's John Houston's son, the director John Houston um, and Angelica Houston's half-brother. Um, wow. But he, wow. yeah, I had, thank you for reminding me because no yeah, way. like that's a really perverse crush for me he is fucking hot in that movie well you opened up a whole can of worms because lady gaga and american horror story and the both of the ones that she did in the um she was super hot the vampire one and the one where she played the celtic goddess yeah oh god yeah Yeah, i was like when the guy was like caught having sex but i love her and i'm like i would have done the same thing right (laughs) now and she had like she had crazy nest hair and like horns and like yeah Bag over her. She was like, True yeah, because Gaga, because Gaga uh, replaced um, Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange. Why oh, do I keep forgetting oh, her right, name? That's right. That's right. And I she was Kathy Bates replaced her more or less. Uh, well, no, because they were still doing. They were still in the same episode. Yeah. They were yeah. still in the same series together. Right. But after she stopped doing it, then Gaga was like sort of the the lead. Yep. Um, she's great. That one. I like Aga. She's my horror movie crush because she'll wear a meat dress and stuff like that, and that's cool. Yeah, she she's not a, she's not afraid to like. She's you know, a very like hot vampire. Oh yeah, yeah. she's yeah. a hot vampire. She was pretty hot. She was pretty hot. Um, I, from was it? Oh no, the hotel. Yeah, American Horror Story Hotel. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, there were a bunch of sexy characters in that, like the like the undead silent film, uh, Rudolph Rudolph Valentino, <laughs> undead vampire Rudolph Valentino. Yeah, he was pretty hot too. That was yeah, I forgot. Hotel was really sexy. Hotel was a sexy, sexy series. I haven't seen the whole thing. I haven't seen that or Freak Show completely. Freak, <laughs> Freak Brian Show got Jackson. That's okay. the guy who plays the husband who's super hot. Yeah. 
Freak Show got really weird really fast. Yeah, that's why I stopped watching. Um, <laughs> I, I liked Twisty the Clown. That that's about what I could say for for Twisty. But Twisty for, for wasn't Twisty. sexy. Yeah, and and that's also like the clown episode that I've got to do too. Um, Ooh, and yeah, I'll I'll throw I'll throw a shout out like this. This here's another really perverse one. Um, David Howard Thornton in Terrifier as oh, no. Art the Clown. Oh. I, I've seen I've seen the ads for it. I'll check it out now. I can't go there with clown. He Anything he clown. the he is and I have to I have to interview him because like he is utterly fucking genius in that movie because he doesn't utter a peep through the whole thing. He's a completely silent clown. And it's so creepy. But um yeah, no, David Howard Thornton is amazing and the and I don't know if it's quite a crush, but it's definitely like I cannot stop watching this dude. Like that movie freaked me out so much that I had to go look up his like Twitter account just to assure <laughs> myself that he was like a normal looking dude. And then then like now we follow each other on Twitter and we're friends on Facebook. And um, yeah, he's a he's a good dude. He's a genuinely good dude. Mm. And and. Shout out to see and, – and they're filming Terrifier 2 soon and I became like a Patreon sponsor for that because – But why is he sexy? Uh, it's just – it's more like compelling. He's compelling. Like he's just like – there's – I mean he's he's obviously under a lot of makeup and prosthetics but like it's, it's, it's the way he moves because he comes from a theater background mm. but he's also got sort of this like Harold Lloyd silent film yep. actor kind of – vibe going on with what he's doing even in the midst of all of this like horrific <laughs> like blood and violence it, it's not too often and I'm not I'm not scared of clowns like clowns don't clowns don't bother me the way they bother other people mm. but that was the first time like a clown movie really freaked my ass out really freaked my ass out in in but in a good way like i'm like ooh, i'm, I'm feeling things <laughs> the only time i ever found a serial killer compelling okay was um a fictional or an actual serial fictional killer? Okay, okay so javier bardem when he was in no country for old men oh yeah 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 he had a thing about he him, like said pretty much Steely. nothing <laughs> mm -hmm. uh he had bad bowl haircut I still found him really compelling. Like mm -hmm. he was creepy and awful, but he was compelling. Would you write him a love letter in prison? I would totally. <laughs> yes. That's like a weakness for him. <laughs> or like all the all the women who were going after Ted Bundy who'd show up at the Ted Bundy trials. Uh. Well, that's why serial killers are considered very charming. They're psychopaths. They're charming. Right. They're sometimes physically attractive. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, that's where the line got crossed for me. Hmm. When he's like, you know, what was like the, the gun that shoots the pellet into your head and like a calf? Or... I'm really surprised neither of you said Hannibal Lecter. No, no Hannibal oh, Lecter, like, there. like definitely not even the young one in the series. No, yeah. no, I mean, like definitely, definitely, he's one of the great. Uh, horror movie villains yeah. and, and like you can't keep your eyes off of him and he's fascinating but like I don't have I, I don't get a moisty for, for Han Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> like, I, I would say I have a man crush on Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> if I'm saying his name right or not the actor that played him on the TV series. Oh on the series yeah um, yeah yeah um, 
Hmm. He's another Dane, I think, too. So he, uh, so maybe I identify with him. But he, yeah, uh, the Danish, the Danish really seem are very to, odd. <laughs> uh, well, and they and they get the horror thing. Um, Danny Houston, you know, to me is like fucking god. It was ugh. a real, it was a more real portrayal. Like this Fuck could actually happen naturally, as opposed to like the foppish yeah. dandy vampires of Interview with the Vampire, which mm-hmm. I still love. I love Interview yeah. with the Vampire. I like the books. I lo- like Tom Cruise is mm-hmm. batshit crazy, but I really enjoyed him in that movie. I, I liked mean, Brad Pitt in that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but they, I mean, they were both like kind of like amazingly awful together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about Brad Pitt now, who's like, you know, the, the like the ultimate character actor. Yeah. Um, the Robert and, and sort of like the Robert, he's become like Robert Redford. Yeah. But then you think, that, like, interview with the vampire, he's just like, he's just pretty. Yeah. Oh. He's just pretty. He's the vampire that still has a little bit of humanity. <laughs> <in> <laughs> right. And you just like, you open up another one right there. I'm not really a horror film, but, you know, for the imagery, maybe kind of gothic. Maybe I have a thing for goth chicks. I don't know. I guess I do. Um, Helena Bonham Carter in Fight Club is like, she gets my yaya is going all the time. Well, Helen, yeah, Helena Bonham Carter is just like the, you know, the she's like the creepy. Yeah, she's the she was sexy girl. as a monkey. Oh yeah, she, I <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. She, she was a sexy monkey. She was a sexy monkey. Um, I can definitely see. Uh, yeah, I don't care what she's wearing. She's just so hot. Mm. Yeah, she's hot. She she's could be hot. messy. She could be pretty. She could be all. She was like hot Victorian. as Mrs. Lovett. She was hot as Mrs. Lovett in Sweeney Todd. My mom will kill me for saying that, but she was hot in Sweeney <laughs> Todd. I, I mean, because like as far as like in in my family, like Angela Lansbury is like you know <laughs> the goddess on was top of the mountain. Was she ever in a horror movie? Angela, wasn't she in Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte? Yes, she was. Yes. Angela Lansbury was in was in Hush Hush and and Sweeney Todd, the, well, the musical. Like like the, you can't yeah. get like more horrifying and bloody than Sweeney Todd. Um, There's something else I definitely equate her with um, creepy grandma over too. What was the movie that we just saw her in? We we watched a, a Manchurian Candidate. Hmm. Like you want to talk about creepy, creepy, incestuous, power hungry mom. Like that's Angela Lansbury. Yeah, I mean that's not a horror movie, but we've all known people like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like the vampire, like getting back to the, the vampire, the sexy vampire thing. I think you know, just just Twilight and all of that just kind of ruined mm-hmm. all of that for yeah. me. But da- so so that's when 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 Thirty Days of Night came out and like that sort of brought back like the vicious animalistic. Yeah. They will tear your fucking yeah. throat yeah. out. Um, well, I like that that it was realistic. It's like if all of a sudden vampires came to your town in Alaska, this is what they would be like and it would be totally explainable in the real world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh, Dan Houston. Oh, oh. See now I'm I, I didn't even that didn't I, I was so caught up in my like little teen dreams of Griffin Dunn that I completely disregarded Danny Houston. He, he's here for you now, Lisa. He's here for me now. Now I got to go home and watch that Thirty Days. Have you seen Have you seen Thirty I Days? I think so. There are so many freaking movies that we need to like go and watch together. Yeah, we got to watch. I feel like I watch so much Night of the so Demons. And, I was uh, raised on Creature Double Feature. Well, as, as, as was I. Yes, as was yes, I. Yes, we, yes. we we keep coming back to Creature Double Feature. That was in that six inch black and white TV that raised me though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right the creature double feature, and uh, and I mean, listen, my I come from a family. Well, my certainly my mother. You know, we forgot to introduce Tiny Nosferatu again. Hello. Here is Tiny Nosferatu that my mother made me here. 
hold him, so touch him, love him. Tiny Nosferatu. She also made me a Cthulhu. She made me a zombie. Oh, did she? Yeah, she, I have all these little crocheted critters, but Tiny <laughs> Nosferatu is like the greatest thing ever. Um, and he is the mascot for Stay Scary. I took the best class in college. It was called the Legends and Myths, and it was taught by Radu Florescu, mm-hmm. who was Romanian. And he, we used to watch horror movies, old yeah. horror movies, and talk about like yeah, Romanian. So we watched are- like Go- the Gollum. We watched yeah. Um, Did you watch Nosferatu? We watched Nosferatu, and he would okay. Talk Max about- Max Shrek in Nosferatu, sexy or not sexy? Sexy. <laughs> I think sexy. Fuck yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. He, but he, was, Radu would talk about Bela Lugosi. When you, when you, when you brought, well, you brought up Cthulhu, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, that's a whole new dimension of sexy that we it's so Lovecraft, like, Lovecraft, sexless, sexy, sexless things, but just, just so unnatural, repulsive things. But oh my god, I had a cuddly Cthulhu when they came out, <laughs> and I had a stuffed Nyala Hotep uh-huh. that was like it had like three eyes on the top, and it looked like an octopus on the bottom. Nothing like what I envisioned in the short story. But my daughter was like three years old when I had it, and it was her favorite toy she was so beautiful good for her my little wednesday adams that's good she for was. her she's still like that too that's great the crushes it, there's something really compelling about things that are like a little creepy a little dangerous a little not sort of like otherworldly maybe right so it's that but there's it everyone we've talked about seems like there's a little bit of a line for us like oh sure they can't be like Totally a horrific killer, or says you. <laughs> it depends know. on the woman, because of course, with me, yeah. the draw is totally the Morticia Adams. Okay, thing. and my yeah. Morticia, of course, is Carolyn. What's her name from the TV series? I mean, Angelica Houston was great, but I would have put somebody else in. Oh, see, I thought Angelica Houston was just sublime. Yeah, like the and the way she played off with Raúl Julia. Oh, he was she brilliant, was beautiful. Like yeah. the 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 way the the two of them played off each other was just magical. Magical. I love Angelica Houston's voice. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she did nail the voice very well, so I should backtrack that. But um, I've, I've managed to um, have scored myself quite a few more tissues in my day, and I have the war wounds to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm too – I mean – I don't know. I don't know that I would ever see myself as a Morticia Adams. I mean, I definitely have the the darkness and the, and the gloominess. But I was always a perky goth in my goth days. I was the perky goth. You know, I was I was wearing the black nail polish and had I was the, the only the Halloween <laughs> decorations. But I was always like boing boing boing, yeah. like yay death, yay. Right. <laughs> and I, I, maybe it's the combination of like you know growing up with 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 parents that were into horror movies and musical theater i think that that sort of you know colored my my outlook <laughs> i don't think i knew what the word goth was then i called them death chicks all the death chicks were from west concord and they'd hang out at my friend's house because he had pot and they wouldn't give me the time of day and it was sexy it, you know you know utter indifference is is sexy indifference is sexy that is true think. that's it <laughs> That unobtainable. Well, you know, and then maybe that's you know why I we think like that's definitely vampire monsters, vampireish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's vampires. exactly it. Oh, that's great. Zombies. Do we have any uh, yeah. sexy zombies? Not really. I mean, minus other than, the one you brought. Other up. than Griffin no. Dunn. Oh, well, you brought Griffin, up the uh, Griffin. Griffin Dunn. The Night of the Living Dead girl. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, and even then, you know, she was sort of like there was that scene where she, uh, where she comes back. You know, she reanimates, and yeah. and there's the bum that's going through the trash, and uh, 
and he sees her in silhouette, you know, walking down the street, but she's blue at this now. Now she's turned blue because, you know, when you There's something about that white look with all the blue veins and blood vessels exposed that I really like, like with the Borg. And she probably had that too. Yeah. Yeah. Linnea Quigley. I'm so bummed that I don't get to meet her. <sighs> uh. I want to buy her a tube of lipstick. <laughs> Can you do the lipstick trick? Do it, do it, do it. But you have to do. But it has to be vegan because she's vegan. You have to get like the vegan lipstick and have her stick it in her tit. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's good. Um, what about Walking Dead people? Uh, Walking. Well, I haven't watched. I. I. You know. And I, forgive me. I just. Uh, have not been paying attention to the this this latest season at all, and and this is someone who used to go to the cons every year. Mm-hmm. Well, you went with me, yeah, yeah, you went with me and my sister one time. It was fun, yeah, it was fun. Um, who do I have a crush on? On on, um, I liked Negan. Yeah, <laughs> Negan is sexy. It's Negan, gross. Negan is sexy. He is. Negan is sexy. God, the year they introduced the Negan character um, in the show. Um, as opposed to the comics, because obviously that happened a lot earlier. But um, but the year that Negan appeared in the show, um, I don't know if you were living in the house at that. Yeah, point. the kid, the, the, the kid, the kid that up. showed up, the, the little Halloween. kid, the little kid that showed up with the with the little plastic bat with the with the barbed wire around it. I'm like, you win all the things. He was like ten years old yeah. as Negan, and I was just Adam like, had oh. no idea. Adam was like, is he a biker? Why does he have a baseball bat? Yeah, oh, that's right. Because like, the two of the, the two of us were like fangirling all over this he's kid Negan. on the porch. He's Negan. <laughs> He's cute. They even they they even like he put the stubble on his face. He like drew the, didn't he draw a stubble? Yeah, he had stubble yeah. on his face. He had the he had the uh, the bandana and and the and the baseball good. bat and the leather, the leather, leather jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I will say that I had sort of a crush on the the very first season, the very first episode. I called him the uh, I called him the um, Walker in the first episode. And it's all coming back to me now. It's the first episode, and he he was actually one of the makeup guys, but but you know he made himself. Up or, or whatever, and he, he, I was referring to him as the Nick Cave Walker. I actually like wrote a poem oh, like about the, the Nick Cave Walker. He was just like, it's the Nick Cave Walker. I gotta look up. Oh God, now I gotta look up the Walking Dead because I I'll put this picture up too. Like I was fascinated by the Nick Cave Walker. Walking Dead. You know what? I'm even just gonna Google Walking Dead Nick Cave. Look, the first thing that comes up is is from my website. Walker who looks like Nick Cave. <laughs> <laughs> and there he is. Oh yeah, he does. Wow. <laughs> you sure that's not Nick Cave? Po- yeah, yeah. Here it is. The poem for the Walker who looks like Nick Cave. I'm gonna. I'm going to. Read I'm it. gonna read. It's my dramatic, and you can all snap when it's okay. done. Oh yeah. And I'll read it like people read the annoying the the annoying way that people read at poetry slams. Another season has passed. Minor and major characters have met their grisly ends, and your kind has supped on the marrow of human frailty. But whither to, Nick Cave Walker? I miss you, O oh Walker, that looks like Nick Cave. But for Bicycle Girl, you were the iconic one, the one for which there was no Darabont penned backstory. Although you have been immortalized, re-immortalized as an action figure. It's true. He has an action figure. You haunt my dreams, Nick Cavewalker. Are you still lurching about Atlanta? Were you part of the herd that stormed Herschel's farm? Where have you gone, Nick Cavewalker? I long to see you gripping the chain link fence surrounding the prison in which our heroes, your lunch, will (laughs) seek refuge come October. Your hair just a tad greasier. Your 
sports coat just a tad more jauntily askew. Nick Cavewalker, I have left you supplies by the abandoned Chevy Nova on the interstate, a new tie, a copy of the Nocturama LP, my heart. On the windshield, there is a message. Nick Cavewalker, wait for me here. I am yours, Nick Cavewalker. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> hip, hip, hip. Brilliant. Good. I good. forgot about uh-huh. that. More, more, more. more. Right. Uh-huh. So, so that is the one zombie that I actually find kind of appealing, the Nick Cavewalker. Are Makes the vampires in the Strand sexy at all? Hmm. They're kind I'm of just, mindless. Yeah. The woman... This guy's ex-wife that got turned, and if you've ever seen it, she she was drop dead sexy. What's the horror movie with Bowie in it? The oh, hunger. the the hunger, hunger. yeah. yeah. That, that's a, and Catherine Deneuve. Oh, she's sexy. And isn't uh, Susan Sarandon in yes. that movie? Yeah. Yes. And Bella yeah. Lugosi's dead, prominently featured. Yes. Yes. Susan Sarandon. Yeah, I don't know about her. <laughs> She was good as Betty Davis when they did that series about I Betty and Joan. Seen that. She Jessica was pretty Lang good as Betty Davis. So yeah, Jessica Lang. Yeah, and the sorry, Jessica Lang. I keep forgetting your name, even though I know. Here's a tidbit that I know that she, that back in the day she was roommates with Grace Jones and Jerry Hall. Wow. Can you imagine the goings on in that apartment? Wow. I think it was like in Paris when they were all models. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. And Brian Ferry must have been hanging out, I would think. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, because Jerry Hall was with was was with him until uh, Mick Mick just kind of till Mick stole her away in the 70s. Did his magic Mick thing. Did his magic Mick thing. Brian Ferry was devastated. Oh, Willem Dafoe's in that, too. He's sexy. Willem Dafoe. He was actually good in the movie where he played. Where he played Max Shrek. Oh, that's one of my favorites. He redeemed himself. He was actually really sexy in that movie. No, everybody loved him. Like, he had fallen out of sight a lot. And I think he just kind of, uh, that was like the the real big turnaround for him. He's got like this, like, kind of interesting features, which I always find compelling with, like, that wide mouth. No, but he was great in Shadow of the Vampire. Oh, Oh, my God. God, he was so great when he kept like rattling his long fingernails together, like, like, this is hardly your picture now. Oh, God, I loved that movie. And Nick Cage pr- produced that. So as as fucking insane as Nick yeah. Cage can be sometimes, like he he takes on these like bullshit movies Who's so Nick that he Cage? makes money. Nicholas Cage. Oh, I was thinking, what, is this Power Man? I was thinking Luke Cage, but okay. No, Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Cage. Nicolas, okay, Nicolas Cage, Cage, who's like a great actor, yeah. but he takes on all of these bullshit projects, and I, I, he does it so that he can fund movies like yeah. Shadow of the Vampire. And which is tax debt. Which is just <laughs> one of the great, is still one of the great, it's one of my favorite double features to play for people, is the original Nosferatu mm-hmm. and then Shadow of the Vampire. I saw Shadow of the Vampire in the movie theater. So did and my, I. My partner and, the, and I were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. I loved it. No, I couldn't wait yeah. for that to come out. And, and John Malkovich. Um, I love John Malkovich. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty. God, that's another movie about addiction because he was, you know, they were all like strung out on morphine. Huh. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's true of the silent film era. I'm reading a book right now called Tinseltown, which is about the murder of uh, William Desmond Taylor, who was a silent film director. And uh, it just ties in like just the debauchery 
of Hol- of early Hollywood um, yeah. and the silent film act. I mean, they were all on cocaine or they were like all on on morphine and opium mm. and and like just like horrifying shit. You know, when, when people talk about, oh, you know, the good old days, you know, there was a more <laughs> innocent time. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's never been a more innocent time in this country. Never. There has never been, never, never, never been a time of innocence in this country. Yeah. Right. If you just do a little, just read a little history. Um, but yeah, Shadow of the Vampire um, definitely nailed that whole uh, that whole scene of you know. Well, I think you just soul like, capturing. You said something really interesting that kind of sparked this idea. So people who like horror movies, you said sometimes there it's for an escape. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also about like the idea of what reality is and challenging that notion. And there's a lot of horror movies that like talk about like life and death situations and like how we deal with people who are dead or how we deal with somebody who's the other. And there are people then who just like think that there's like, you know, we live in the suburbs and everything is pink and peach and, you know, there's no such thing as like debauchery and people don't use drugs and like, you know, those other people, Mm-hmm. They do stuff and we, we don't know about it. Right. It's it's um it's a weird box to live in, I think. It, it brings out a lot of uh unfettered debauchery in people, but it's they have this these suburban like I grew up in a really small suburban area and uh it was like working class whitey white and all the guys that were hanging out at the Woods parties when I was 17 are still going to Woods parties and they're like 50. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like really because I, where I live now, I live out in Air Shirley, which is by Fitchburg. And um, for a while I was uh, displaced and living in hotels because we had had a fire and we were in the air area. And I swear to God, this one little ho- motel grotto in air has like middle-aged people woods parties every night. So, wow. Did you read that story about like the old people that were caught in the park having sex? It was like one yes. 85-year-old yes. woman. <laughs> and like four guys or something. I've heard about I've heard about some of these retirement communities where there's like key parties and stuff. Like my, my mom was telling me like, because she lives in a retirement community in Florida and like one of her friends was moving over to some other retirement community. Like, you know, and she's just like, oh, watch out for that one. You know, like... <laughs> You're going to get herpes. <laughs> like, mom. I'm like, you. It's like repressed sexual urges and that this is how it comes out as you age? Or is it like? I don't know. <laughs> drinking in the woods. Like, <laughs> ugh, ugh. did it, you know, can't see, definitely see like sort of the nostalgia in it. But like, you know, when I hear about it now and I'm just like, man, no. where's the guy with yeah. the chainsaw? No. Where's the guy with the Why? chainsaw to put a stop exactly. to, the, to the woods and drinking party? I, I, I mean, it's not entirely what I'm talking about is entirely always woods parties. But I live in a trailer park now and it's actually really nice. But yeah. a couple of trailers down, there's all these people, middle aged, having parties late at night Ugh. and they're blasting like Motley Crue and stuff. Oh, like no. And my wife called the cops on the one night. I'm like, just let them party place <laughs> call the cops to play motley oh crew yeah but are they at least playing like the first two records i don't know what they're playing all right because like, yeah, i was lost in it like the first two records are redeemable if they're uh. playing anything like from 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 theater of pain <laughs> on then you've lost me I'm, oh gosh i didn't even think of the lost boys the lost oh, boys are also yeah, kind yeah. of sexy vampires yeah um um 
I don't think of that as a vampire movie, even though it is. It is a vampire movie. It's so, it's like kind of, fl- it's fluffy though. Kiefer Sutherland's awesome. Yeah, he's really good in that movie. And um, you know who else is one of the vampires in that movie is the guy who plays um, um, Ted in Bill and Ted. Yeah. I can't yes. remember the actor's name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of hot in that movie. He was kind of hot. He didn't say a lot, but he was kind of hot. Um, but yeah, the, the, it's like the, the metal punk kids dancing around the bonfire and they all yeah. get like just annihilated by by the lost boys yeah that movie's pretty hot and then there's the there's the there's the shirtless saxophone guy in that movie in the there's the guy the guy in the with the band who's like you know playing the saxophone and, and john ham uh john ham spoofed him on saturday night live <laughs> shirtless saxophone guy oh shit yeah all this stuff that has to go on the facebook page so, now although so, i didn't find oily shirtless saxophone guy that sexy but, like, but that's I like was, the the most insane person I follow on my Twitter is Nico Case, and she um she just posts these rando things that are hilarious. And she says, "Wasn't there a time in the '80s where when you said the words the night a saxophone solo would emerge out of nowhere?" <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up. And um, here's where I my I do my little my little pitch for the podcast. Please like us on Facebook and on Twitter at Stay Scary pod and give us a five-star rating and a nice review wherever you listen we're on podbean we're on stitcher we're on spotify we're on apple podcasts and we're on google podcast we would really appreciate your support and i want to thank my guests felicia ryan please listen to hi felicia also found wherever you listen to podcasts and soren you got anything to pimp out don't listen to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Period. I, I do all this. I do all those reviews for um, a site called uh, beardedgentleman.com. I yeah. think it's bgmmusic.com or something like that. Um, I just do it for fun and I do it under uh, the gnome de plume, if I'm saying that right, Pariah Jones, mm. which is not a paradox. It's more like a self fulfilling prophecy. Cause- <laughs> The pariah, because when people go to address me that haven't met me, they're like, I'm like, no, 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 you, if anything, Jones, but um, because pariah is the name you're not supposed to say. That's the guy you're supposed to shun. But Jones is the guy you're dying to be. So uh-huh. it's kind of like, yes, yeah, the devil, you know, whatever. All right. There's a monster in the house. There's a monster in the house. There's a monster in the house.